Welcome to Courage Pod. My name is Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. I am an entrepreneur, certified mindset coach, and expert in building unshakable courage. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring episodes, helping you to discover how to unlock your limitless potential and to break through to new levels of success in life, love, wealth, and business. In my world, we don't settle, we courage. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Today's episode is all about the mindset shifts required and the steps required in order to move from employee to an entrepreneur with steadfast courage. So I've mentioned before that the majority of my clients are fellow entrepreneurs. So this episode is for you if you are an aspiring entrepreneur, if you're someone who is wanting to start your own business, but maybe hasn't yet. And also maybe if you want to start a business, but you have no desire or plans to leave your nine to five, you want it to just be an extra source of income, a passion project that actually makes money. And also if you're looking to actively move away from employment full time to becoming a full time entrepreneur, which is what I have done. This episode is for you if you call yourself a coach, a service provider, a freelancer, a creative, a musician, a business owner, solopreneur, mumpreneur, all of those things are completely welcome. And at the same time, I'm going to share with you today why actively owning the title of entrepreneur can have a radical effect and impact on your results. Because what we call ourselves, how we describe ourselves really makes a difference. So if I said to you right now, oh, I'm not a runner. Okay, I'm probably not going to run tomorrow, am I? If I say, oh, I'm not the kind of person that it has a successful business, I'm probably not going to have a successful business. How we describe ourselves and how we talk about ourselves really does impact how we show up, the actions we take. And so I'm going to be talking to you about how owning the, the term and the title of entrepreneur is a core part of making that transition. So for a long time, for a good portion of my 20s, I would introduce myself to people as, hey, I'm Lauren. I work at X music company. Oh, and I'm also a singer and a songwriter. So for those of you who may be, this is your first episode here. My backstory is that I come from the music industry. I'm a recording artist and a songwriter, as well as being the coach and the founder of Courage Core. The thing is, I would go to these networking events and I would introduce myself as an employee first. So I would link myself and associate myself to the company that I was working with at the time first. And then the afterthought, the end of the sentence was, I'm a singer and a songwriter. But where our attention is, is where the energy is going to flow. You know, and my energy was going all into my identity as an employee first. I was telling people, hey, I'm an employee, afterthought, recording artist, songwriter. And so therefore, all of my energy and my attention went into being an employee. And then my singing and my songwriting became an afterthought in my actions. And it wasn't until I switched those over that my attention then went more into my singing and songwriting. So I started introducing myself at events and networking things as, hey, I'm Lauren Ray. I'm a recording artist and a songwriter. Oh, and I also work at Warner Music, if I felt that was relevant to bring it up. When I switched that in my mind and I switched how I wanted myself to be identified as, I put way more energy and attention into my music. I started giving the, all of my energy into my music and I started making changes in my nine to five in order to accommodate my music and not the other way around. And then the same thing happened again when I became a coach. You know, I, I transitioned from moving out of the music industry into becoming a coach, but there was a time when there was an overlap. So there was a time when I was both working at a label and I was also had just released my second album, Woman in the Arena, and I was promoting that. And then I started consulting um, artist management companies and I was coaching artists and I was coaching other people and I was having all of these identities at once. And the thing is, is that I wasn't actually seeing myself as a business owner for a while. I actually didn't call myself an entrepreneur for a while. And it's so funny looking back because 
if I was really to take a step back and look at my career as a recording artist and a songwriter, I have been an entrepreneur for years. I've been running a music business. And musicians, if you're listening right now, if any of you are listening right now, I want you to start taking stock of what I'm about to tell you. You are an entrepreneur. You are not, quote unquote, just and only a recording artist and a songwriter. You are a business owner. Because the things that we do as an independent artist is essentially running an entire company. You have to create the product, create the copyright that you own the rights to, which is your music. You then have to package it, uh, market it, organize photo shoots. You have to do your merch. I mean, I had physical CDs that I had to get manufactured, which I organized myself. I had to get the photography and the photo shoots done for all of the artwork. I had to get those printed and manufactured. I had to promote and hire teams like PR teams and radio pluggers when I was doing radio press tours. I was hiring a team and having to pay their invoices. I was organizing tours and I was my own roadie and technician and I was selling my merch and I had to get t-shirts manufactured I was essentially an entire company but I saw myself as oh I'm a singer songwriter no I was a business owner I was running a company my product just happened to be myself and my music when I went into my coaching business this is when I really like the penny dropped for me because it was when I started my coaching business which is more closely like generally associated with a business that rather than being a singer songwriter it's not really widely talked about that we are business owners and entrepreneurs and I realized I had a massive resistance to the word entrepreneur I didn't want to call myself an entrepreneur because I didn't feel like that was me you know I was like oh I'm a coach but I realized very quickly luckily that the resistance to owning myself as a business owner as an entrepreneur was going to keep me stuck and wasn't going to allow me to think and move and make decisions like a CEO like a business owner and I really wanted to shift from being sole trader, little on me running my business to I want to run a company. I want to impact people through my work. And the only way that I'm going to do it at the level that I want to is if I take this business and look at it like a business and I own my title as an entrepreneur. Because technically now I run two companies. I run my music business and I run my coaching business. And I share that because as I've already mentioned, how you talk about yourself, how you identify as will have an impact on your business. If you see yourself as a CEO, if you see yourself as a business owner, you will start shifting the way that you believe in yourself, think about yourself. The decisions you make are be, will be wildly different. So there's a big difference between calling it a side hustle or seeing yourself as a freelancer versus calling yourself a business owner who offers, let's say you're a copywriter, you offer copywriting services. And I know a lot of people who do very similar roles. So I know a lot of people who do marketing or copywriting or brand strategy or whatever it is. And the difference between those who call themselves a freelancer versus a business owner or entrepreneur is generally identified in their bank account. And I want to be very clear. At no point am I saying that anything is better or worse. You know, I don't think being an entrepreneur is better than being an employee. I want to make this very clear. I also want to make clear that I'm not saying being a freelancer and, and that is worth better or worse than being an entrepreneur. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you have big vision, entrepreneurial type goals, just double check whether or not how you see yourself and how you identify yourself as is serving where you want to go. There is no better or worse. There is definitely no better or worse. It's really about understanding that the way that we see ourselves and the way that we think about ourselves and describe ourselves, just double check. Is that serving me? Or maybe it's hindering how I'm thinking and showing up in my business and in my actions. If I look at it as a side hustle or a passion project, is that impacting how I'm charging? Is that impacting how much I'm showing up in it? Is it impacting how I'm prioritizing the business? Possibly. Okay, let's make different decisions to align where you want to go. So that's identity. 
The other thing that's really important to look at if you're wanting to move from being an employee to an entrepreneur or both is to understand what your why is. And I think actually this is really more important than ever before, because just a couple of years ago, someone could have said to me, I want to be an entrepreneur and run my own business because I want to have a laptop lifestyle. I mean, for years, we've seen all these adverts online about having a laptop lifestyle, like living in Bali and not having to go into an office all the time. The thing is, that would have been enough of a driver for someone because this becoming an entrepreneur was the only way that they were able to achieve that. Since the pandemic, most of the people that I know who are employees don't go into an office five days a week. And so the laptop lifestyle, so to speak, working from home, flexible working, being able to work from anywhere, you can get there as an employee now. So simply starting a business for the laptop lifestyle is probably not enough of a driver to carry you through all the challenges and the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of running a business. It probably wasn't going to be enough anyway, but I just think that you can have the laptop lifestyle now as an employee. So, okay, so what is it about being an entrepreneur you want to do? What mission are you on? What are the skill sets you want to have? What is the reason as to why you want to be an entrepreneur? What's the reason behind starting the business? Connecting to something beyond because I want a laptop lifestyle is more important now than ever. Okay, so let's say you've connected to your why, you know exactly why you want to start the business, you're deeply passionate and excited and ambitious, you've started thinking about, okay, how am I talking about myself? The other thing that I'm really going to encourage you to think about is your environment. And I'm not talking about the desk that you're working on or whether or not you have blue walls or red walls. If you've only ever been an employee and you only hang out with other employees and your whole family has only ever been employees and all your friends are employees, then what you're attempting to do is going to feel so much more of a risk, so much more uncertain, and it's going to feel like that much more of a stretch. Now, don't get me wrong. Starting a business is going to stretch you. It's going to, there's going to be uncertainty and trial and error. And at the same time, it's going to be that much bigger and you're going to feel like that much more of a stretch if the only people you're hanging out with have never done the thing that you've done. Because at the end of the day, if no one around you has ever started a business, you're more than likely, and this is all well-meaning, you're going to be more than likely exposed to their limiting beliefs around the thing that you're doing. I cannot tell you how many times I have had unsolicited opinions and unsolicited advice about my music career and now my coaching business from people who are neither musicians and have never had a music career and people who've never run their own business. I literally, I wish I'd written written all, all of this down. It would have made a beautiful piece of artwork at some point. And so as a recording artist and songwriter, it has been so valuable to me to surround myself by other people who are singers and songwriters. And I will admit for a long, long time, I didn't do this. For a long, long time, I didn't immerse myself and make other singer, songwriter and recording artists friends. I was weirdly isolated in that community for a long, long time. And that did me a disservice. I only seemed to hang out with people who worked in HR or were doctors and lawyers and doing incredible things, but none of them were recording artists and no one could understand that. But for some reason, I isolated from myself from that community. But when I started immersing myself in that community and actively collaborating and connecting with people, that's when things opened up for me. And the same is true for my coaching business. Like I actively immersed myself and continue to immerse with myself with people who are doing the thing that I'm wanting to do. And I'm actively getting myself into rooms with people who are steps ahead of me. Since I have exposed myself and connected with other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who are steps ahead of me, the conversations that I have been exposed to that I have never, ever been privy to is mind blowing. For the first time in my life, I am hearing and having conversations with really openly ambitious women who are talking openly about money 
talking openly about investing, talking openly about CEO decisions and thoughts and ROIs and ROAS. And I'm just like, all of these things I had never really been exposed to. And so had I not put myself in these communities, I wouldn't have known that I should be think like these are the kind of things that entrepreneurs who are very successful would think about. And because of being exposed to people who are being courageous, putting themselves out, feeling the fear and doing it anyway, expanding beyond fear and having that CEO thinking, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. You know, yes, I would have got there maybe eventually and figured it out on my own, but it speeds your growth up when you are privy to these kind of conversations and you have other people around you going, yes, me too. You're afraid of that? (laughs) Me too. This is how I walk myself through it. And obviously now this is what I do for my clients. Clients come to me and they get to be exposed to my way of thinking, you know, how I shift my mindset, how I move beyond the fear here, how I reframe that, how I think about business. Like a lot of my clients come to me for, of course, all the courage and the mindset and the programs that I have around that. But some of my clients come to me because they also want to hear how I think about business and how I think about mindset and courage because it allows them to calibrate to my way of thinking and it speeds up their growth. I mean, courage is contagious. So intentionally surrounding yourself with people who are doing what you're trying to do, who are feeling the fear and doing it anyway, doing the inner work, having these kind of conversations is so powerful and will speed up your personal growth from going from an employee to an entrepreneur and getting where you want to go. And it also just makes the path of moving out of your familiar zone in your comfort zone just a lot less lonely. You know, that's why I decided to make my program Courage Academy an ongoing growing community because community and support is one of the most valuable things and can have the biggest impact on your growth. Okay, committing to mastery. This is something that is so important, whether you are copywriter, coach, photographer, um, recording artist, songwriter, whatever it is that you do that you want to create a thriving, successful business out of, commit to being really good at that thing. But I want to be really, really clear here. I am not saying that you have to be the top level expert before you begin. No, you don't have to have all the information in the world. This is what gets a lot of new coaches stuck. New coaches think that they have to know every single thing in the world and have all of the answers to everything and every single possible thing before they can step into coaching. You don't. But what I want you to take away from this is at this very moment in time, I am the best that I have ever been. I am the most knowledgeable, most capable, competent, confident coach and business owner that I have ever been. And at this very moment in time, I am miles off from where I know I can be. And for me, I find walking with that duality, that that both things exist in exactly the same moment that I have. I am the best and the most knowledgeable and the most capable I've ever been. And oh my goodness, look how much more I could go. Look how much more I could learn and know and I can implement and and change and grow as a person, but also as a coach and as a leader, as a mentor, as a podcast recorder. I have so much more ahead of me. I want you to take this for yourself. For a second, just recognize that right now you are the best you've ever been. You have the most knowledge you've ever had. And also look how much you could, how much better you could be. The reason I share this is because for some people, it's very easy, understandably, I totally get it that we can slip into the, I'm not enough. I need to know more. I need to know more. I need to know more. I need to have all of the information and have all of the what's ahead of me sort of sorted before you start. But you don't get all of that until you start. Real competency and execution and confidence and courage comes when you've already started. That's why ready is a lie. The word ready. I'm never going to be ready until you've actually started it. You can't prepare for the unknown really. And so allow yourself and give yourself the permission to start exactly where you are because you've never been more ready. 
and know that you will continue to get even more ready, even more competent. You know, you can raise your prices as you get better and better and better and you've got more proof and results. But don't be afraid of starting exactly where you are and knowing that you will progress and grow and evolve over time. And yes, you can speed up that growth by working with someone and getting coaching and mentoring, or maybe there's a a different skill set to learn that will support you in growing your business. But play with that duality and commit to mastery, but knowing that you can start exactly where you are right now and also always get better. And of course, the final thing is courage. It takes a whole lot of courage to start a business, build it, put yourself out there because everything is new. If you've never run a business before, everything is new. Everything is uncertain. Everything's a question mark. You don't know the how. At, at, at most of the time, we, we're still figuring out the how. And it requires you to be uncomfortable, to get visible, to ask for help, to recognize your blind spots, to do the inner work, to manage your emotions so that you can make decisions from a neutral space rather than a reactive space. There are going to be failures and trial and errors, but your business expands in direct proportion to your capacity for courage. And so actively developing and building courage actively learning how to expand beyond fear so that you can move forward grow at every single level because knowing how to expand beyond fear at every stage of business like day one day two day 10 day a thousand and keep allowing yourself to grow and grow and grow that is the key to consistent and sustainable business growth constantly expanding beyond fear constantly getting out of our own way constantly understanding where our internal world is making and creating our outer world so i'm gonna say it again your business expands in direct proportion to your courage and so if you're thinking about starting a business or growing your business i would love to hear what landed from you today what part of today's episode clicked landed put something into place for you to take courageous action moving forward Thank you for listening to Courage Pod with me, Lauren Ray. If you love what you heard today, share this with a friend and leave us a review. If you like free gifts, head to the show notes where you'll see a free training from Stuck to Unstoppable, how to stop self-sabotaging to create the life you actually want. You could also head to couragecore.com forward slash unstoppable. Until next week, as always, keep couraging.